0: Attention, all busy mamas! Tired of being the only health nut in your family? Well, in this episode, we're serving up some fresh tips on how to make macros a family fiesta. From picky eaters to fast food fanatics, we've got the recipe to transform your clan's eating habits and level up your health game together. Get ready to spice things up and souse your way to a healthier, happier family. In today's episode, macros for mums: How to make healthy eating a family. Welcome to the Lose Weight with Macros podcast. I'm your host Verona and today my mission for you is to help somebody. Okay, I'm gonna help you if you've been there, you've done that, you've tried everything to lose weight and get back on track with your macros but it never seems to stick. Spoiler alert, doing the same thing over and over and it's not working means it's no longer working. And if you wish your co-workers would just stop bringing in donuts and other sugary snacks that you happen to walk over to and put it in your mouth and you're like, oops, how did I do that? Friends, when it comes to this, I'm going to teach you how to stop restricting yourself from food in the day so that you're emotionally eating at the night and you're snacking to the point that you're making yourself sick and you do not know how to eat healthy because it's just too overwhelming. Stop for a second. Let's take a breath. And we're going to learn exactly how to do that through the power of macros. Macros isn't a magic bullet, but it is a tool to help you learn your habits, your patterns and your relationship with food so you can solve it and keep this weight off long term. Are you tired of feeling like you're navigating a maze when trying to lose weight with tracking your macros? Puzzled by protein, fumbling with fats and caught up in a carb conundrum, my friend, you're not alone. Many find it hard to stay motivated and consistent in your macro tracking journey, often making painstakingly slow progress. Alas, we have the ultimate solution, Focus on the Fat Loss, the eight-week macros group coaching program. It's like the North Star guiding you to the treasure trove of successful weight loss, minus the parrots and the pirates, of course. And don't forget you can enjoy your carbs and your favorite foods when it comes to our program we offer personalized coaching from me your girl experts who have walked the plank or the macro maze myself you'll be part of an exclusive community providing support and accountability while cheering each other on like your very own macro tracking cheer squad can i get a A a-okay wave goodbye to confusion and inconsistency and say hello to weekly progress Tracking and customise macros plans because believe me, they make a difference when they're customised. Don't let this ship set sail without you. The waitlist is now open and the life changing, your life changing eight week adventure to actually get in sustainable fat loss begins in June. Now, friends, when it comes to macros, I love tracking macros. It was something that I never really knew about and I didn't really know about it because it was more familiar in the bodybuilding world. And in the bodybuilding world, basically, this is something where women get this myth about if I start to lift weights, then I'm going to look bulky like a man. If bulking isn't your goal do not bulk up. And in fact, to get bodybuilder status, you have to go through strict regimes, which is why they lean up for a competition. Now, many of you do go on to do that, but many of you don't go on to do that. It's great for that competition. But if you are just doing it because you want to become more aware of the foods you're eating, you might mindlessly eat, you might mindlessly snack, which was all done. Hello, I'm putting my hand up there. So if you're somebody who wants to be aware of the food choice, that you're making, then macros can actually be a great eye opener. I often say macros is all up in your business, okay? I will never forget when I first did keto. Thank God I never did this ever again. And it got to a point around Christmas, Christmas time, you know, where every food is on the table that you can think of, whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever celebration you have, whatever holiday you celebrate, there's always food, right? And there's always a special type of dessert on the table that only comes out once a year. Well, for me who decided to do keto just before Christmas, that meant that I needed to cut out all carbohydrates. Of course, over here in the UK, we don't have as many keto products as you guys do over in Canada and the States. Keto has become a fanatical craze when it comes to dieting, which is not really what it was created about. But I didn't really look at that, what it was created about, who it was created for at that time. All I know, I was fat, fed up and frustrated. I was so tired of looking like a beach whale in every single outfit that I put on. So I decided, yes, let's do this before Christmas, which made no sense because when I got to the table, I will never forget it. There was potatoes. I love me some potatoes. There were Yorkshire puddings. I love me some Yorkshire puddings. There was chicken, there was lamb, there was pork, there was beef. There was all kinds of meats on the table. There was rice from a Black Caribbean family. Yes, we have rice when it comes to Christmas. Let's not forget the Christmas pudding and the desserts. Could I eat any of those if I was on a low carb diet? 20 grams of carbs. No, I couldn't eat any of them. And I will never forget, I actually felt like such a failure. I thought I found the one diet that promised to help me lose my belly because that was the biggest contention for me. That was my biggest insecure thing about my body, my fat belly. I could not see my feet. I could not see, you know, you know, when you have a baby and you're pregnant, you can't see your feet. I was not pregnant. <laughs> I ain't never had no kids. Okay. And I can't see my toes because of this big protruding layer of fat in the middle of my slim legs, my slim arms. And people would look at me and be like, "Ah, there's no baby in there. Just a whole heap of fat and a whole heap of stress and pent up doo-doo where I thought it was normal for my body to go to the toilet every three to four days. When somebody told me that they went to the bathroom every one day, I thought, what is wrong with your bowels? Lo and behold, it was something that was wrong with mine. I didn't really want to accept it. But my friends, how does my story relate to making... Healthy eating a family affair. Now, when it comes to tracking macros, when it comes to any diet, don't you hate it when it's just you in the house that's doing this diet, and it seems like you are left in the corner with your boring diet, bland foods, while everybody else has the foods that you really want to be eating, wafting smell through the air. You've never smelled your favorite food so strong until this particular time. You try to make your family eat the way that you're eating but that only lasts for 24 hours. With your children, they tell you, no, mommy, I don't like that. And they're not afraid to speak their voice and share their freedom of opinion. After all, that is what you've taught your children, right? But you desperately try to make this happen in your family, but it just doesn't happen the way that you envision it or the way that you want to. So let's get into how you can actually make this a family affair. Number 1. Numero uno is literally make it a family affair. And you do this before the holidays because we all love food. Food is, for some reason, it brings everybody together. We love to laugh. We joke. Sometimes we have to we have arguments around food. And then we vow next year we're not going to invite her. We're definitely going to keep her away from the alcohol. okay? But when we're trying to do this by making it a family affair, it doesn't mean that you need to try to force your family to eat the way that you are eating. If you don't eat or you don't enjoy these boring bland foods that you're eating, how on earth do you think you're going to get a very active, a very focal, your mini me to tell you, yes, please give me some more if they are struggling already. If your children know how to eat vegetables, then obviously they're going to ask you for more. But if they don't like the food that you are trying to offer them and you don't like it and they are just a mini version of you, how? Girl, sister girl, friend, tell me for real though. How do you expect her to tell you, yes, please give me some more. They are not gonna tell you that. And so why you're doing this, why you're trying to make it a family affair is to make sure you stay on track of your health goals and you don't go off the rails during the business time of the year, whatever holiday season that is for you. But it is about the food choices and you're doing this, how you make it a family affair is by creating a plan that includes everyone in your household including the children if they are old enough so they can enjoy it too. Now, this is what I did with Sarah. Sarah came to me. She had IBS. She had PCOS and she had her own health conditions and she wanted to eat healthy for herself and also her children. At this time, her children didn't eat one single vegetable. But together we partnered and we created a plan that she liked, she enjoyed, wasn't full of vegetables that she couldn't pronounce and she didn't even like, But also her children came alongside too. Over the eight week time that we were working together, this is how we created the plan. And that's the difference between customised macros and just following some, any old random one you pick up off the internet or a calculator. It doesn't go into such intricate details as your girl does here. Number two, involve your children in the grocery store trip. (laughs) Number two, involve your children in the grocery store. Number two, involve your children in the grocery store trip by asking them to pick out things they're excited about eating to get them involved in the process so they feel invested in what they're eating and help them to make healthier choices. There is absolutely nothing worse than being forced to eat dry broccoli, bland chicken and bland white rice. Especially if you could be, you would prefer to be chowing down on a greasy burger, whether that's plant based burger or juicy meat. Now, how do we expect children to do the things that we as adults do not like to do? Get your children to pick out ingredients or products that they want in a list first then head to the store together to find them. How this practically works together in your family and how you can help them to eat healthy, if you're working with me and you join the programme, of course, then we're figuring that out together. We are actually mapping that into your nutrition plan together that works into your family. Come with a realistic expectation because it isn't gonna happen overnight, but over time, these things will begin to be more and more worked out in your family. And that takes me on to the last point. Stop thinking about eating healthy as a diet, to make healthy eating habits part of your family's everyday life, not just something you do during the summer when you're trying to shed pounds or get in shape for your bathing suit season. I can see you or you're the mother of the bride or the mother of the groom and you've got to fit into that dress. We're not talking about quick fixes here. What do you do after that? Think about ways that your healthy eating can be incorporated into your daily routine every day, every day, every day. I'm not saying eat the same meals every day, but I'm saying you're making it a daily habit. And that's one of the things about behavior change nutrition coaching is we're changing the culture of your eating habits. We're changing the culture of your kitchen. Not all at one time. I'm not coming into your kitchen or your pantry virtually and telling you to put this, 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 this in the bin. It's a waste of money. And two, you're going to be left without any food. And what you end up going to go and do when we come off the Zoom call, you're going to be like, okay, yeah, great. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. -uh, Nah, ma'am. I don't know who you think you're talking to, but I ain't going to do that. Okay. You're not going to go and do that. If I come with that restrictive thing, it's only going to be so long that you can sustain it before you go back to your already weekend eating habits. I mean, if it's, you know, soccer season or it is, you know, activity season, and you're like, wow, every Saturday morning we've got to go up and out. How about getting up a little bit earlier? Only you and then prepare your snacks ahead of time. If you don't want to get up a little bit earlier, you like to save your sleep like I do, do it in the night time. Making sure that you're setting a reminder, a simple reminder for your phone or Google Home and saying to Google, remind me in the morning or remind me at this time, set however many reminders you need to set to keep you on check when it comes to preparing your meals beforehand. And if you happen to be running late in the morning, that's great. Just make sure you've got a reminder to remind you to take it out of the fridge so that you're good to go. And if the children want something that's carb heavy afterwards, because they've been doing a lot of exercise and a lot of activity, it's likely they're going to have an increased appetite. Now, it doesn't mean to say that you can't enjoy them or you can't enjoy the food that they're enjoying, but you've already lined your belly with something that's full fiber filling and protein. So when it comes to thinking about healthy eating or to stop thinking about healthy eating as a diet, these are some of the things that you can do. It can be incorporated into your daily routine. Packing a lunch for work or school. Having fruit with breakfast instead of little sugary cereal or juice boxes. Make dinner together. Cinco de Mayo is coming up. Taco Tuesday. There you go. Super simple. Pulled pork, shredded pork, shredded chicken. Get out them, them black beans and pinto beans. Get the guac. All of you. Do it at one time. Have pork, have chicken, have fish. Oh, girl, I'm coming to dinner, okay? Cinco de Mayo is coming up. That is a super, super, super quick thing that you can do. Easy. And that, my friends, is exactly how... My mama's here. You can make healthy eating a family affair. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to leave a review. I would love to see your reviews and how this has helped you and send me your pictures of your taco recipes. And don't forget to sign up to the wait list. I can't wait to see you. Didn't forget, I forgot to put the email address, didn't I? 8 V8nutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash focus. But all of the ways to work with me and to join me on the coaching program is in the show notes. Below, it's the first option right at the top next is the survey can't wait to catch you in there. thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode can't wait to catch you on the next one but if you found some value in today's episode don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and share it with a friend that also needs to hear this message friends don't forget you can reach out to me over on the gram at va nutrition coaching which is the same on all other social media platforms if you don't have social media you can hit me up on email support at va nutrition coaching if you want to sign up to work with me even on the group coach program or the six-month coaching program all of the information is in the show notes below and how you can sign up there can't wait to catch you in the next one friends